Welcome to the Totally Well Podcast. I'm your host, Joyce Strong. This episode originally aired on my YouTube channel, Total Well Coach. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joyce Strong, and welcome to the Totally Well Show. This is our first show, and I'm very excited. Um, We'll cover everything to do with health, wellness, fitness, and your best quality of life. Um, I have today my uh, first guest. I'm so excited to get to know her better. Her name is Jody McDonald. She's PhD from Nietzsche's Way Holistic Health, and um, her specialty is holistic health, and I have a lot of questions because that's a, a, a term I hear um, um, used often and meaning different things. So we're going to get some definitions today and learn more about um, just what encompasses uh, holistic health and um, what kind of um, specialties you can you can get to support uh, wellness and health. So welcome, Jody, and thank you so much for coming. You're welcome. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah. So what is holistic health? Okay. Well, it is a broad term, that especially these days. A lot of people kind of just throw it around. Um, it's not just about um, changing your diet. It's not just about starting an exercise regime. It's not just about, you know, meditating and things will get better. Holistic health is, is we, it's the, getting to the root of the problem. Um, so you basically, you follow the symptoms or symptomology back to where uh, the symptoms first started to begin. What was going on in the person's life at that time? What, you know, if there was any traumas, any accidents, any triggers um, for somebody to go into a period where somebody does need holistic health. So holistic health is treating the whole body as a whole, um, not just, you know, separating it, um, you know, with a lung specialist or a, an endocrine specialist or a heart doctor. It's, it's the whole picture. Um, what a lot of people don't understand is your body is all connected. So you may have heart palpitations, and it may not be your heart. It may not be, actually be your heart. It could be a vitamin deficiency. It could be um, just a blockage even in your energy channel. So holistic kind of is a, is a broad thing, but basically we, get, we use techniques to treat the whole body. So when a person comes in um, and they are seeking out a more holistic, meaning not medical mm-hmm. um, necessarily, treatment, how do you get to know them? How do, you, how do you find out all the information you need to know to make those kinds of decisions? Well, sitting with them and talking to them, listening mm-hmm. to them, um, watching their body language um, is a big part of it. And then going over you know, nutritional things we do. Um, as holistic practitioners and, and naturopaths, we do um, look at you know their nutritional values. If they're do having any junk foods or fried foods or not so healthy foods, we try and change that aspect of it. Um, herbal therapy is another one that um, is used for holistic healing. Um, particularly, herbal therapy uh, helps get um, the herbs get into the cells and they clean the cells out because our cells poop just like we do, just like animals do. So what they do is they go into the cells, they clean the cells out, and they get flushed through the system. So when you say herbal therapies, what does that mean? Is this something, um, like I think about herbs, Mm -hmm. I grow herbs to eat, to put Mm -hmm. in my salad. So when you're talking about herbal therapy, where do you get the herbs? How are they consumed or applied or? 
Herbs can be applied in many different ways. Um, one of the ways is you can make a poultice with them. You know, put put a little water in there or a poultice some oils. Is a poultice is when you really grind it down, so it's almost like a paste. Okay. Um, in some instances, you can use that, especially people with pain. Mm -hmm. um, it's good to make a poultice and put it right on the area. So you mean applied topically? Correct. Okay. Um, you could also add it to teas, make it into a teas, herbal infusions, and drink them as teas. Um, as well as uh, you can take them as capsules as well. You, people um, can go to some herbal shops and they'll have uh, capsules and jars, and, and that's a good way. And you can make many different herbal blends for different, um, I don't want to say illnesses, but different uh, reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, some people have headaches that use one or couple, a couple of different herbs. Or, you know, for a more intense thing, considering like a chronic illness, you would use, you know, uh, multiple herbs put together into a blend and then help them that way. And how do you know which herbs to use? What, how does that? Herbs can be very specific, even though all herbs are good for the body. Mm -hmm. However, there's some herbs that are a little bit more specific, let's say uh, milk thistle. Milk thistle actually does grow a lot around this region. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen it in many backyards. You can dry them out. You can actually take the milk thistle flower and use it in your um, salads. You know, it's, it's almost like an artichoke. But that is more specifically geared towards um, your liver and your digestion. Um, regenerates liver cells and it helps with digestion. Mm -hmm. I hear it. I see it in a lot of detox formulas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. The herbs nourish the body as well, so they're mm -hmm. they're very good for detox. Mm -hmm. So. Other kinds of uh, treat, other kinds of treatments that fall under the holistic umbrella. Um, I hear a lot of people speak about meditation, for example. Mm -hmm. What's meditation have to do with getting well? Meditation calms the body. Um, a lot of people don't take the time for themselves anymore. They don't take that five minutes a day, or ten minutes a day, or twenty minutes a day. It, it's always rush, 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 rush. Meditation actually calms you down. Mm -hmm. um, most people, it, 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 especially when they're in a very fast-paced environment, they don't think to stop. So generally, we, we tell them as practitioners, we tell them, you know, take that five minutes. So you can learn to meditate if you feel unsure about how to, mm -hmm. to begin it. Mm -hmm. Is there more than one kind of med meditation? There are many different ways to meditate. Uh, there's guided meditation where people will listen to, um, let's call it a scenario, um, okay. Going out into the woods and smelling the air or going to the ocean, feeling sand between your feet. There's meditation that you can have with just music if you're somebody that doesn't like to do that guided thing. Um, you can go to a beach, listen to the waves. You can go to a, a river or lake or a stream and just sit there. There's, there's many different ways um, and there are many different types of meditation. Um, I don't know some of the practices, but I, I do practice myself um, guided meditation. Guided meditation. Mm -hmm. How how long will you meditate in, in, a, in a, a typical day? On a typical day, about ten to twenty minutes. Ten to twenty minutes will help at least start calming the mind. All at one time. All at uh, one time. Yeah, yeah. You know how I meditate? I like to skate. I like to go mm -hmm. out in the ice and just skate mm -hmm. around. That so, repetitive, mm -hmm. quiet, the sounds. Mm -hmm. Some people cook, some people cook, find gardening, meditating. You yeah, know, it's, that it, too. There's many yeah. Different, yeah. You know, different ways that you can consider meditation, meditation. Yeah. Oh, so I'm practicing holistic health. Mm -hmm. So, um, oh, I have a question about energy work. I hear energy work, and 
I have to say, like I get the idea, but I really don't know mm -hmm. what comes under that umbrella. Can you help me with that? It's a very broad term these days. Energy work can be considered anywhere from Reiki. Um, What's Reiki? Reiki is when you use un universal energy to help with the energy centers of the body. Um, universal energy will go to uh, anywhere in the body that needs help or healing or unblocking or anything like that. Um, I particularly like myself when I do it with myself, um, like to add crystals. I like to have crystals around me. Um, crystals are another form of energy work. Mm -hmm. um, energies were born from the earth, therefore they have specific energies just like we do. Um, there's also um, a method out there called keto, um, which kind of incorporates a little bit of uh, moving outside, um, outside the body. With Reiki, a lot of people will put their hands on on the body or just above the body to so work. So I hear that term Reiki master. So mm -hmm. a person comes and applies their hands to you? It's called laying on of hands. Okay. Um, that, that used to be the, the old term before Reiki came about. Anybody can do it. There are many different types. And um, you can do it to yourself? You can do Reiki to yourself as well. Okay. Um, as so, well as any type of energy healing. So how does that differ from Keto? Keto works more outside the aura of the body. Um, we have seven layers or seven plus layers outside our body. We have like the ethereal, we have the, you know, so like a lot of people, um, if you walk into a room, you can automatically feel, you know, it, whether there's tension in the room or whether there's, that, that's our aura mm -hmm. feeling or our energy field feeling what's outside of us. Um, so keto actually works outside um, in those areas because a lot of people don't understand that with um, any type of energy, most illnesses or most thoughts or anything starts outside the body. Um, for example, um, if somebody tells you um, growing up or something, you know, you're not going to make much of your life or you're not going to do this or, you know, you're, or it starts putting negative um, words, it gets actually gets stuck in your energy field. Mm -hmm. um, and then once you start, um, once you hear that so often, it starts moving closer and moving closer and moving closer to the body until it gets in the body. And once you start having those negative thoughts and you stop doing anything that's healthy or you stop doing anything that's uh, like your hobbies or anything that interests you, sometimes you can get sick. And that, that's why we say a lot of times illness starts on the outside of the body. So do you remove those layers? We remove those layers. Well, not the layers themselves. Yeah. We call, what we do with keto is we move the move the energy along. Um, it is a, a fun practice. I just got certified uh, about six months ago on it. Uh -huh. um, and it's, it's interesting. It goes to, to you know, uh, what they call find. Um, first is, you know, nutritional and any herbal therapy that may help them. Mm -hmm. um, initiating in a, a um, healing response. Um, negate that's any damage that was done um, throughout so the years. So is this through a physical therapy of touching or talk therapy or? It's, you, you can talk during, it's not like Reiki. A lot of people with Reiki like it just nice and quiet, almost mm -hmm. like a massage. You know, they listen to the music and have the dim lights. And So if somebody's coming for, you're talking about keto now, mm -hmm. if they come in, is it a session? It's a session. So you come for how much time? To it's usually an hour. An hour, and during that time, there are people lying down. Are mm -hmm. they sitting up? They're lying down. They're lying down. Yeah. Yep. And is there discussion, or may there maybe? There can be. If I feel certain things on somebody with with keto, you have to learn how to feel for energies. Um, could be hot. Could be cold areas. So you being just near them, mm -hmm. 
your energy um, up using against the hands. theirs. Mm -hmm. uh, touching as well? Don't touch it as well. The person's, let's say this is the table. Yeah. It's usually about arm's length above the, 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 the body. Okay. Um, so you feel for any tingling, any yeah. heat sensations, any cold sensations, and you kind of ask questions to the client mm -hmm. um, as to, you know, what you're getting from, from what you're feeling those energies from. I'm starting to pick up a theme of you're putting a lot of faith in the client giving you information. The, it's just uh, what we'll call it um, verification. 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 Okay. Yeah. So it, it's more of a broad term. You know, if, if you feel a, a hot spot, let's say, over, you know, on the right side of the body, you know, you ask them, are you having any issues with anything on the right side of your body? Mm -hmm. um, sometimes they'll say yes, sometimes they'll say no, because again, you know, that, that could be just the energetic, you know, and not directly inside the body yet. And that's, that's what energy work with um, works with those energies. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do um, work on meridians, um, mm -hmm. which is the energy channels in the body. You can work with the chakras. Can you tell me more about meridians? The meridians, there are 12 majors, 12 mm -hmm. major meridians. They go from the head to the toe um, in many different ways, and they flow um, positive and negative. Uh, if you have a blockage, let's say, in your meridian field, you could have, um, you know, like a charley horse or a pain in your leg. Um, if you have a blockage, um, let's say, in your spleen area, you can actually, you know, have symptoms of depression and, and whatnot, stuff like that. So mm -hmm. um, those are very important to be running um, in a positive and um, quick manner. Um, so you so talked you about channels, so I'm sensing there's involves movement of energy. Movement of energy, correct. Okay. Um, so yeah, the, there's, there's 12 major ones. Um, I can't think of all 12 right at this very minute. There's a spleen, there's a, a governing unit, there's, mm -hmm. and they all ha have something to do with different parts of the bodies. Um, they run through your fingers, they run through your ears, they, they run through the whole body. And then you mentioned chakras. What's chakras are the energy centers of the body. Again, there are seven major chakras. And there so that's a center versus a channel. Correct. Okay. Um, your energy centers usually come out um, about arm's length from your, your body. Then they spin in a clockwise motion. Um, there are many different ways you can tell if your um, chakras are out of, out of uh, we'll call it out of whack. Because um, they, if they start spinning the opposite way or they get blocked or they're too open, there can be what we'll call them consequences. Let's say your, your crown chakra is open, open too much. You may feel flighty or mm -hmm. lightheaded or kind of like, you know, up in the clouds. If mm -hmm. you are too grounded, you're going to feel a little lethargic. You're going to feel, um, you know, sometimes depression can take over or, you know, fatigue and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and then you have obviously your aura, mm -hmm. which is the energy and on the outside of the body. If you actually look at the pictures they put of the Earth from up in space, you have that faded kind of cloud-like appearance around the Earth. Mm -hmm. That is the Earth's aura. We have the same thing on our, in, in our systems. Mm -hmm. And so, are holistic practitioners able to read somebody's aura, or how? How do you interact Some with that? Some do. Um, auras are many different colors. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually still learning how to, to see the colors. Um, I have seen them on occasion, but I don't see them all the time. Mm -hmm. um, Can you only see another person's aura? Can you see your own? I'm sort of practicing that. Um, the best way to actually see an aura is if you 
um, are in a dim lit room, yeah. um, up against, let's say up against a, a wall that's not a white color, you can just um, slowly gaze at them, and if you see just just it almost looks like a halo kind of a thing around them, mm -hmm. that's their aura. Okay. So what else comes under the um, umbrella of energy work? Um, energy work, uh, again, crystals. Um, there are many different types. Um, there's Donna, the Donna Eden energy work, and she works specifically with um, painful areas, um, past lives, that kind of thing. Um, That's a, a, a specific, specific technique? technique. Tell me, back to crystals, because I, I have some, uh, some uh, clients who um, sell crystals and use crystals in mm -hmm. their home and they talk about them, but I don't know enough about them and, you know, collect them. I, mm -hmm. I know there are shows and it's mm -hmm. quite a big thing. Mm -hmm. So, again, how you do you pick with, a good crystal? With energy work, <laughs> picking a good crystal, the crystal will actually jump at you. If you, if you um, I tell a lot of people, if you go to a show um, and you're shopping for crystals, you know, just lightly put your hands over it and whichever crystal that, that you feel um, particularly close to you, you'll actually go into the bowl and pull out the crystal that's supposed to be for you. Yeah. Um, crystals, like animals, choose their owners. Um, if you lose a crystal, it's, it's that you're not meant to have it anymore. Um, they have their own energies. Uh, they, the colors of the crystals generally coincide with the colors of the chakras. So a lot of the times for, for the crystal therapy, um, for example, you put those crystals on the energy centers on the body and you use them that way. So you have a collection of crystals that you might use with a client that are your crystals that, uh, or they have crystals that they have for themselves? It can be a little bit of both. Okay. Um, if they feel um, their crystals are more um, in with their energy, in sync in with their energy, we, you could use their, their great, own. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't know enough about crystals to bring their own. Okay. Um, generally, I tell people, you know, choose one of each color, whichever one throws out. You, know, you get thrown out, like aventurine is green. It's really good for uh, heart issues. It's good for pain. It's good for um, luck, stuff like that. Rose quartz we give to people who are grieving. It's very good for grief. It's um, roses. Uh, your heart chakra is actually could be green or it could be pink. So those are the two colors that you would use. Things like hematite is very grounding. Um, and it's also good for kids in school to keep in their pockets because it helps them focus. Mm -hmm. So the, there are many different types of crystals. I usually tell people, experiment with them, buy them. Some of them can be, you know, be your best friends. Can, do you wear them as you have, jewelry? You do people make um, them into jewelry? I actually am wearing one right now. Oh, it's in a little, yeah, it's like a, a shaker ball. Yeah. <laughs> it is a blue tiger's eye. Oh, wow, yeah. Which is good, you know, the blue, the blue crystals are good for communication. Um, so if you're going Good someplace choice. like, you know, like <laughs> this, um, it, it helps for one focus and helps bring out what you're trying to say. Yeah. Oh, nice. I was, uh, I worked at a, a, a functional medicine clinic and during lunch break, all the nurses would get together and this one nurse used to sit on a crystal. Like I didn't know, I was like, mm -hmm. what are you saying on a rock? Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, what, what do you think yep. she was working on? Well, what color was the rock? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it could remember. be many different things. Again, I was like, is she know, constipated you, or is... You know, if you meditate, you can actually put the crystals around you. It helps with meditation. If she um, was literally sitting on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. Keep them in your pocket, keep them in your purse, keep them in your car. Yeah. Um, I have actually a set in my car I never take out of my car because I figured, oh, you know, I'm one of those, if I take one crystal out, my car is going to break down. So, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. I mean, and, and I have crystals everywhere. I have them in my house. I have them in my cars. I have them in my, um, I, we have a second home up in Maine. They're up there. They're, they're just everywhere. Yeah. You walk into my house and you just feel energies from those crystals. Yeah. And they're beautiful. So. Mm-hmm. So let's see some of the other things. Oh, what about the um, uh, aromatherapies and aroma touch? What is what are those about? Aromatherapy is um, obviously uses you know your your senses of your nose. Um, so it could be um, putting in a diffuser, things like either a eucalyptus or a lavender. Lavender is very calming. So if you have somebody at home who's very hyper, you know, it's good for children. Put a little couple of drops of lavender essential oil mm -hmm. in a diffuser and it helps, it will help calm down. Um, you could also uh, put some uh, essential oils on a tissue and use aromatherapy that way. Um, sometimes that is really good for people who you know, may have sinus issues or a cold or some congestion. Throw a little eucalyptus oil on there and, and sniff it as well. So what's Aroma Touch then? Aroma Touch is the use of um, essential oils. It's on the back. It's for your bare back um, at the bottom of your feet. And if you're really ticklish at the bottom of your feet, you can use the hands. Basically what it does is it's a very light touch um, on the back that helps spread the oils around into the energy channels. Um, along your spine is where all your nerves are. Mm -hmm. um, so it kind of wakes up the nerves. So it's good for the nervous system. It's good for circulation. Um, so you're just applying? Applying the oils uh -huh. and then just lightly spreading them out along so the spine. So not a massage, but just? It's yeah. not a massage, no. Okay, yeah. Um, it's, it's almost like touch therapy okay. kind of a thing. Um, yeah. So it's very invigorating for, for the client. They literally float. Mm -hmm. um, out of an office when they're when they're finished, it's it's wow. relaxing, it's calming, it's um, if anybody has pain, it's really good for that because again, it goes along the spine, so it hits all those nerves, um, and it's kind of a form of detox as well because mm -hmm. um, some people will actually feel the effects of it for a couple of days after. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, what what do you know about um, chiropractic? I know there are a few uh, chiropractors I've spoken with are uh, good planning to come on the show on mm -hmm. later versions and I've been to a, a few different kind. Do mm -hmm. you know anything about chiropractic? I know that was mentioned as something that can come under that umbrella of holistic. It, it does. Uh, the place that I rent my place from mm -hmm. um, downstairs is a chiropractor. He's mm -hmm. a holistic chiropractor so he um, he does a lot of talks on cleanses, um, what holistic health can do for you, um, what it is and what it's about. Um, I know that there are many different types. There are, there are sports chiropractors. There are um, chiropractors that work just on the, the different types of the nervous system. He, he pretty much works on the whole body, which is, which is really good. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, I don't know a whole heck of a lot about chiropractic, um, but I do recommend people to see a chiropractor um, to make sure that their spine is at least aligned um, and they don't have any compress anything compressing those nerves. Mm -hmm. Because no matter what you know, we suggest to people, you know, whether it be a cleanse, a detox, a, you know, vitamins and supplements, eating right, if those nerves aren't getting to those organs that control mm -hmm. um, those um, functions, there's not, no amount of um, help that we can give them that that's going to that's gonna work. Okay. Because those nerves have to be alive. They have to be traveling through those organs. 
one thing I've discovered in searching and meeting different chiropractors is, is there are a lot of different subspecialties. And mm -hmm. so um, I encourage people to, if they've gone to one, to not give up there mm -hmm. and try others because they can be very different. Right. Um, so I went to one chiropractor who, actually a couple different ones who do network. Um, which is very light touch. It reminded me of the, the touch, light touch that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And my experience was feeling very, um, I fell asleep actually mm -hmm. in a short time. It happens. I was like, yeah, but it was, it was so calming, but the touch was, you know, hardly, um, I could hardly feel it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so I'm eager to learn more about the chiropractic. Mm -hmm. What about acupuncture? Do you know acupuncture? Have you had a, acupuncture? Is that I have Come under not the umbrella had it. Mm -hmm. I would like to try it. Um, acupuncture is actually becoming more well known. Um, you know, Reiki and acupuncture are more of the, the holistic things that the insurance companies are now covering. Mm -hmm. um, acupuncture actually works with the meridians in the body. Okay. So it opens up those channels. Okay. Um, and it helps with many different ailments. Mm -hmm. Many. And probably the same as with chiropractors, there's a lot of subspecialties within mm -hmm. different ways people use. Um, use acupuncture, so mm -hmm. we'll get an acupuncturist in here to tell us more about that. Um, let's see, what other things? Uh, uh, what about massage? Massage. Massage, I usually recommend to people, um, or we as, as practitioners, because it keeps those channels open. Wow. Um, but you have to also be careful with massage. Um, sometimes when somebody has a really a big chronic issue and we're trying to detoxify their body, if you go to a massage, sometimes it can do a little bit more damage than good because with massage, you're, you're loosening those muscles, so you're loosening toxins, so you don't want too, too many toxins in the body. But massage can be a very good therapeutic tool mm -hmm. um, as well um, when working with somebody with a chronic illness as well. It just depends upon where, um, where on the scale that they are mm -hmm. at that point. Um, raw foods. Raw foods. Raw foods are really good. A lot of people are what afraid of that term. What, yeah, so what does it mean? let's say um, things like, you know, instead of no, no cooking. Basically, it's no cooking your foods. Mm -hmm. um, you know, salads, you, you, technically, if you go back, way, way back to where we first began, there, there was really no cooking. You know, cavemen or the paleos or, or anything like that, they don't really cook their food. So, you know, raw carrots, raw potatoes, even. Um, um, what are the top three things that you do, um, that you do for yourself to make you totally well? Meditation is a big thing in my life. Um, I make sure I meditate every day, sometimes a couple of times a day. Um, obviously eating right. Um, and I, I try and get out into the sun and out into the fresh air and, and um, explore places, you know, really get to, to breathe in the, the fresh air and, and really look at any beautiful colors that may be around and putting my feet on the ground, my bare feet on the ground, um, uh -huh. which is considered grounding or earthing. Um, because of the energy exchange, it just, you, even when you're feeling down, it makes you feel so much better, even if it's five minutes. So that's what I personally do on a daily basis for, for my personal health. And a little bit more about the food piece? Um, I do an 80-20. Uh, which is eating at least, you know, as healthy as I possibly can 80% of the time. That way when the time comes, let's say I'm at a barbecue or I'm at um, uh, a, a gathering, and then it's okay to have that, you know, small piece of cheesecake or that, you know, that one glass of wine or, you know, it, it, the way the body works is if you eat healthy most of the time, you're going to be geared more towards health. 
But if you go the other way and you eat not so good foods, you're going to go towards illnesses. And that's pretty much the way that I talk with people about the whole 80-20 thing, because there's many different 80-20s as well. Mm -hmm. um, it just depends, but this is, that's my particular 80-20. Um, you know, because let's be realistic, we're all human. We can't eat, you know, perfectly well 100% of the time. So it, this is a good rule of thumb for people, mm -hmm. um, especially those that have a hard time starting with any new food regimen, um, to at least get into their heads that, you know, if they eat healthy most of the time, that they, they, they're not depriving themselves of those treats that they like to have. You mm -hmm. know. Do you find it hard to follow your... your Sometimes. Um, there, are, there have been occasions, you know, let's say, uh, you know, spending a week on vacation somewhere. Sometimes it's, it's a little difficult to, to follow that 80-20. You know, you've got people gathering all the time. You're all together all the time. And, you know, you have people, you know, with these, like, wine... Um, wine. If you go to, we have like wine and wellnesses it, with certain places that we go when we promote certain products. So yeah, you have that little extra glass of wine, or you, know, you have that little extra piece of chocolate, or yeah. So you have the benefit of relaxing and you know mm -hmm. getting your chill on, but um, needing needing some time to recover after mm -hmm. that. Yeah, exactly. And are, how about keeping up the other practices, the meditation and the grounding and earthing? That is just something outside. that comes very naturally to me. Yeah. Um, just where I do it every single day, it just comes natural. Yeah. So, well, I think we're at the end of our show, and I wish we had more time because <laughs> you're a wealth of knowledge, and I really am enjoying starting to get to know you, but I want to hear more. Mm -hmm. um, I think I just, just tapped into the... Um, the surface mm -hmm. with a lot of these things. So thank you, Jody, for You're coming. Welcome. And it's Jody from Nature's Way Health Center. Mm -hmm. And um, this is Totally Well Show, Joyce Strong. And thanks for us for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening in to the Totally Well podcast. I'm your host, Joyce Strong.